Welcome to the Person, Partner, Parent Podcast. We're all about pursuing a life where you can be a great parent, enjoy a loving relationship, and chase your own dreams. It's not necessarily about equal balance, but shifting with change and challenges that come before us. It's about discerning what matters and what we need to focus on. I am your host, Nancy Elizabeth. I'm a mom of two small humans and one fur baby. I'm a partner of 15 years and wife of nine. I'm an engineer who didn't want the corporate world, but armed with a love of research, I became a self-improvement enthusiast who has a burning desire to experience life in its fullest. Now I'm ready to take what I've learned, bring in the experts, and help us all figure it out. Let's get started. Welcome back to the Person, Partner, Parent podcast. This week, we're picking up the rest of the conversation with Sierra Burton, the life coach for moms. In part one, you know, we talked about her evolution in coaching, how her own experiences guided her to shift, and how daily practices and awareness and openness to connection changed her parenting, her relationship with her spouse, and with herself. This week, we're going to continue, and I'm going to let her coach me in an area that I think many modern moms struggle with, and the insight is good. So let's jump in. Mm. Mm. I'm trying to sit with everything here because there is so much to talk about. Is there anything on your heart that you feel like you've been called to lean into? Oh, we are going to go for that. (laughs) I'm just wondering because you mentioned that there might be something that comes up for you. So, um, (laughs) so listeners, I should default that I, Sierra and I talked before and I teased, I was like, oh, maybe I should just let you coach me live. How vulnerable would that be? And she's like, yes, we're doing that. (laughs) Well, what's wonderful is there's a reason I follow and am so attracted to Sierra's words because I feel like you take things that I've been thinking and you so much more eloquently put them. And Mm. so I think that's what's stopping me here today, responding to you, because I don't want to dismantle or cheapify your message. Mm. And sometimes some of my responses was like, oh, but well, it's about being present in this. I'm like, no, she just said it so beautifully. Just be like, yes, good job. I don't need to put a cherry on it. It was fine the way it was. Well, thank you. You know, and I think you might be seeing something in me that you actually have in yourself. Um, You know, I find that it's qualities in other people that we admire that we're actually being called to lean in and grow within ourselves. So I'm curious if there's something about um, the messaging, because you said, you know, there's some things I want to say on my heart that I just want to be able to speak, you know, more about or more articulately about. And so I'm curious, you know, if there's an opportunity there for you. Well, the aspirations, um, 
of this business are much more than a podcast. Yes. So yeah. we'll hint there. But what we, what I talked about maybe talking to you about is, and I've talked about it on previous episodes of the podcast, we choose a, a word of the year in our household. And it's our unifying, uh, not goal, but it's our unifying theme that we come back to. So a couple of years ago, it was being present. Uh, we just wanted to constantly work. Andrew was returning from deployment. We were coming out of a very busy season. So we really just wanted to focus on being present with each other. And then this past year, we chose community. And then 2020 just kind of, anyway, community has been something that I have struggled with in motherhood. Um, I used to be the friend that did all the planning that would always bring together different groups of friends. I'm friends with a lot of different groups. We always did a lot socially. And in motherhood, my friendships have not been as deep Mm. as I hoped. I'm looking for my mom tribe. And as a military family, every two or three years, we shift and we change and I have to kind of restart fresh. And so restarting fresh with a toddler has been a challenge. So I would love for you to help me unpack some of that. Yeah, I hear you. You know, and what I hear is you really are speaking the collective story. Yes, this is your story, but this is what the modern mother is yearning for. She's yearning for you use the word depth, but I want to take it a little bit further and say sisterhood. You know, mm-hmm. she's yearning for connectivity to be able to see and be seen in a tribe of other women. Now, a long time ago, but not too long ago, maybe a hundred years ago, it was very normal for women to connect more in tribal sisterhood circles and yeah. to meet you know, regularly to offer healings to one another and also to the planet. And a lot of times these circles would be centered around the full moon or the new moon. And it was very common for women to unite in their energies and typically even in the birthing process, right? Mm. The birthing experience used to be more about the tribal woman on woman birthing experience versus the man or the husband or the partner being in the room to deliver his own child. It was more about bringing in the woman, her mother, their tribe to help her birth this baby into the world, right? There were these sisterhood, divine feminine circles of trust, love, and companionship, partnership, compassion. And I think we've really gotten far away from that. Yes. Um, And so now in modern times, most what I hear is the story that you just shared with me is I hear the woman yearning for deep connectivity to people who are in her same or similar stage of life. So I hear you on that. And, um, you know, I teach this concept in my program and, and this actually stemmed from something my mom used to tell me when I was little. And she said, Sierra, you will be lucky if you can count your best friends on one hand. And I didn't really understand what that meant. Um, but it was something that stuck with me. And then, as I was moving through my desires to find my tribe in my 20s, what I really remembered was her voice. And I got to see that there have been a few people, like one to three people at various points in my life that have been what I would call lifetime friends. They are people I can lean on that I could you know, emotionally take my clothes off and stand there naked expressing my deepest fears too, Mm -hmm. and feel so held and loved in the process, one to three people. And so this coaching tool that I teach is who's in your front row. 
That's what it's called. Who's in your front mm-hmm. row? When you're on the stage of your life's performance, I like to think of the American Idol stage. You're getting up there to sing. <laughs> you don't even know if you're a good singer or not. And who's no, going to be there, right? In the front row, who's going to be there cheering you on? Even if they know you're not the best singer out there, they're there to make a stand for you. Who are those people? So I encourage people to know that, um, you know, you're really looking for one to three people there who is in your front row. And those are people that walk with you in your life experiences, even if there's distance, you know, between you. And so that's one way to have deep, long lasting community is to start to find your tribe, those lifers, those people who, you know, are going to be there for a lifetime. Now, what you're expressing here is you move around a lot. And so you want to find actual physical people in your space, like a real life mom tribe um, in the flesh. And that is one of the top desires of the people that I work with. Like I said, women are wanting to be together, especially in times of challenge. And so one way to move into that experience of finding what I would call your aligned tribe, people of similar beliefs, desires, needs, is by looking around more presently at the places and spaces that you already exist in. It's not about going somewhere different to find these people. It's about believing that they're already there. How do I know this? Because they're just like you. So they're already shopping at the same places you're going to. They're already participating in things that you enjoy participating in. They're right there in front of you, but you just can't see them. It's like the experience of walking into a yoga class right on time with your sunglasses on because you don't want to be seen. You had a busy day Mm -hmm. at work or perhaps your husband got home late and you're rushing out to class just to take a moment for you. You walk in with your shades on put your mat down and just hope that no one sees you, right? I'm guilty of that. Mm -hmm. Yes, we all are. It's hiding. You're hiding from the world, being unwilling to be seen. Now we as moms, because it's true, there are times we don't get a shower. There are times we don't (laughs) get to do our hair every day. There are times when we just don't feel like on the exterior, we look our best. But what Mm -hmm. The shift is here is really in regardless of how you look like letting your soul shine. So shining from the inside out and being willing to be seen regardless of your outward appearance to the world, allowing yourself to take that moment when you're shopping to be fully present and to be with the people that are there with you, even if they're rushing around and just ask God in the universe to be put in the path of the people that you're meant to connect with more in this chapter of your life. So it really is a shift and it starts with you and it starts with taking off the imaginary shades or sunglasses and simply being willing to be seen in the everyday spaces and places you find yourself in. So when you're on a walk with the babes in the stroller, you know, are you walking just to get exercise, right? I imagine a woman with her shades on just fiercely climbing the hills like I like to do sometimes and just turning inward. Well, if all of your actions are you turning inward, what are you going to get? More opportunities Mm. to turn inward, right? So if you want to connect with other individuals, it starts with you. It starts with your energy. Take off the imaginary sunglasses and be more present with the people in the spaces and places that you are already existing in. They are there 
wanting to connect with you too. And you have to be the one to take one step forward and simply start with a friendly hello. That's where it begins. And we're missing the mark here because Mm. we're too busy hiding because we feel vulnerable and we want to be deep. We don't know who we can trust, but it Mm. starts with a simple hello and a willingness to be seen regardless of the outward appearance you're presenting to the world. Because the truth is there aren't many days when we have it all together on the outside, right? Where we're proud of the outfit we're wearing we have makeup on and our hair done and our children are behaving well. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> are very few. So we have to work with what we have and what is and learn to love ourselves in our imperfection. That's mm. when we start to meet our aligned tribe, when we're authentically ourselves and we're willing to simply start by saying that first hello, that heart-to-heart connection with people we are already coming into contact with. So if you can remember one thing, remember your tribe is already there and they're waiting to meet you. They're waiting to meet you. And if you can muster up that ounce of courage to take the first step, you will meet her quickly. And you have to work with your faith and talk to God, talk to the universe, whatever it is you believe in, and simply say, I'm ready. Show me the way. I move through life with an open heart and an open mind. I'm ready to meet my aligned tribe. Put me in her path. And through your presence, watch these individuals come together. It's such a beautiful thing. That is beautiful. And I am sitting here reflecting, thinking about different times that, one, I thought I could control it myself. I thought I could just get on the internet and find mastermind groups and mom groups and everyone that I've been to hasn't worked very well, or I haven't been able to find what feels in alignment for me. And then other times, yeah, jogging, I jog around the lake here and there've been times that I'm walking and I was like, gosh, that looks like a great mom. That looks like a fun mom and a hi that isn't responded to or not saying hi and being open like you're talking about and reflecting on that. And then times I did connect with a mom and then I didn't go in for the phone number. Yeah. (laughs) Like we didn't complete the transaction. Like I don't know her name, but we had a lovely conversation for 20 minutes I didn't complete the transaction. That's it. This is radical responsibility, friends. See, I want everyone to see who's listening that in these perfect examples you're bringing up, you're noticing that she has been there. Mm -hmm. That might not be the exact person that you will walk into your future being super connected to. We don't know that, though. That's the unknown, right? That's the unknown. But the beauty is in discovering, discovering who is she or a group? Who are they Mm -hmm. that I'm meant to connect with in this current iteration of my life? And truth is, I probably would have seen it through or made a further connection if I was ready to be vulnerable enough, or if I wasn't carrying fears of how I've been hurt in the past. There's so much. Yeah, a lot comes up in between the desire. So in this example, I want to be connected, and then the actual action around that desire. Right. Mm -hmm. That's the gap of being and becoming. Who am I being? I'm a woman with a desire to be connected to other moms just like me. Okay. Who am I becoming? A woman who's already connected to this tribe where I feel totally seen and heard. The growth is in the gap where I am today and where I want to be. 
And taking action involves looking at your shit, looking at your stuff, <laughs> right? Yeah. Owning and, it. Just own it. And when we started, we said, why are we here? You know, in my opinion, we're here as souls who are meant to learn and grow through this life experience. And it's in that gap where we really learn and grow in that fear of saying the first hello, right? Meeting other women is is much like dating, I think. Um, mm-hmm. I was already with my husband before all the dating apps came out, but yeah, me too. in my mind, like to joke that I still get to do it now. I just don't have an app, but <laughs> I'm really dating, um, you know, to find other women that are just like me because having that, because I do sit here with um, feeling very grounded in the tribes that I create through my course, but also the tribe that I have in my own life. And I look at how I got connected to them and it truly is through the most random methods. But before I connected to them, it all started with a prayer. Mm. Dear Heavenly Father, connect me to those people that I'm meant to do life with now. Show me the way. I'm feeling lost, confused, unconnected to, as if the beautiful friends I have now do not relate to some pieces and parts of me that I want to be related to. Mm. Show me who am I meant to connect with in this new iteration of me that I'm becoming now. It starts with me uh, with a prayer. And these people that I'm connected to now showed up in my Instagram DM, right? Through the friend of a friend, through a summit I was hosting with a group of people who wanted to get her product in one of our giveaway bags, right? It starts through these random experiences that could have never been curated or planned by me. And that's why I think it's important to address, you know, the unforeseen forces of the universe that are at play. You know, some people relate to God, some people relate to the words of the universe, or some people just don't know what they believe in yet. Mm -hmm. But I like to think that through synchronicity and through clarity with regard to the desires in our hearts, we will attract that which we want to receive, but we have to declare that that's what we want. And then simply let it be so. Let it be so and allow the pieces and parts to just come into shape and form. But in order to see those, you have to be awake and aware. And what does that mean? Mm. Being, not doing. Because Mm. if you're doing, you're going to miss it. You're going to miss that that random human who DM'd you on Instagram that you felt an instant connection to, you're going to forget that you said you were going to respond to her and you just didn't, right? You're just going to, you won't be able to tap into the energy when your mind is so focused on the next thing to do. Yeah. I love that you talk about growth too. I am a person who is addicted to growth. I love it. Um, I love the process of it. I fully believe in the journey of life and continuous improvement and not feeling stuck. Like I hate the feeling of being powerless and being stuck. And, but that journey and that not everyone is like me, not everyone just loves to dig into their muck. So what would you maybe say to moms who are hesitant right now? to moms who are hearing and resonating with some of this, but they're like, ah, I have so much on my plate right now. I am distance educating, supervising my children. 
I'm feeling overwhelmed, uh, my work, and something is, is resonating for me. Something is pulling at me, but I'm resisting it. And so if they're thinking of, of entering this journey, what would your words be for them? I meet so many people who are in this spot. It's like they hear the call, but they're not yet willing to answer it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I would encourage this person to lean in just a little bit to see what might be available to them as they do. Growth is really a matter of leaning in slowly. However, there are people like yourself that I would call the soulfully ambitious woman. She's like ready and eager to learn and grow. And then there are other people who are desire it, but they're not really sure where to start. But I Mm -hmm. do feel like us as soulful human beings, all of us, in my opinion, are souls inhabiting this human body. I do feel like everybody at some point has a desire to move beyond their Mm. stuckness, as you describe, and the limitations they're facing. Mm -hmm. And so what I could offer this woman is to simply say, you are worthy. You are worthy of simply putting one toe in the pool of growth, right? You Mm -hmm. might not be somebody to cannonball in like Nancy. Yep. You don't have to. It's not always the best. You don't have to. You don't (laughs) have to, right? Because it can be scary, but it can be the most growth-filled and alive moment in our lives when we have the courage to take our clothes off and jump in the pool, not having touched the water in advance. If you're somebody that feels like you need to dip your toe in, dip your toe in, then dip your ankle in, then go to your calf and your thigh and move slowly like that. Mm -hmm. And if you can muster up the courage, I would want to invite you to jump right in. Why? Because this is 2020. Yep. And we're living in a different world right now. And the way we're going to shift as a collective, as a collective unified group of human beings is by doing this work. Yeah. What is this work? This work is knowing thyself. It's living from the inside out. Imagine a world where we're all living from the inside out, where we're not sitting here pointing at how other people are right, wrong, good, and bad. Amen. And we Mm -hmm. simply spend that energy looking within asking the hard questions. Why am I here? What is my purpose? What am I meant to do with my life? Why is there friction in my marriage? How am I showing up? Who do I want to be? What do I want to do? What do I want to have? If we all spent time doing that work, we would set ourselves free as a collective. Love, unity, togetherness would simply be a result of all of us doing this work. Yeah. It starts with me. It starts with you. It starts with us. And even if you just move slowly, like the woman you described, you will not only change yourself, you will change your kids simply by being different in their space. Your marriage will shift for the better Because who you are being in your micro space, in your home, is different. And because you are different, 
your energy, your vibration is different. It's an elevated expression of you. Yeah, Everyone shifts else everything. vibrates differently around you. So you doing the work is a gift to everyone who gets to experience your energy in your daily lives. You doing the work is a gift. You get to be transformed, but you're also transforming others, the people that matter to you most, simply by being an enhanced version of yourself in the home. Think of the ripple effect. It's so profound. And that can happen on a macro level in the collective as well. I love all of that. I can't really top that. And I think it's something I'd love to talk to you even maybe more in the future because mm -hmm. a big part of what I hope to move into is being the tone setter in our homes and, and what a unique position that is in a beautiful way and not a burdensome way. Yeah, I get that. Sierra, if people are looking to hear more from you, how can they follow you? Where can they find you? Great question. Um, I do hang out on Instagram from time to time, more so in stories rather than on my feed. But my Instagram is Sierra M. Burton. That's C-I-A-R-A-M and then Burton, B-U-R-T-O-N. If you Google, um, my website will come up. There's a lot of information on there that speaks to this woman that I support. When I wrote the copy for that website recently during 2020, I wrote to the woman that I wanted to have feel that she was at home when she landed on my site. I wanted her to feel seen and gotten. And I wanted her to know a little bit about the process to become with a capital B. Um, and so I share that in a heartfelt way on my website through the words that I, that I write. Um, where else can you find me? I think that's really it. I mean, email, phone, text me. Well, <laughs> I'll include whatever information you want in the show notes. And I do have to say your website is excellent. I have been oh, studying copy and been to a lot of pages over the past eight or nine months and immediately it resonated and your message was clear and moving I hope everyone comes and checks it out because you have wonderful things to say. Thank you. I appreciate that. Sierra, thank you so much for blessing us with your words and wisdom today. We appreciate you. Thank you for having me. It's such an honor to be with you. I love that conversation with Sierra. I felt a bit vulnerable at points, guys, sharing and putting that out there, but we're coming into the new year and whether you feel like this is the time or not the time to do goal settings and aspirations and evaluating everything that might not be where your head's at this year, but maybe you can sit and ponder the words that Sierra said. Maybe you can think about, are there places that I can just examine? Am I being open? Am I being willing and ready to connect? Be it with other parents, be it with your spouse, be it with your kids, are, you, are we really being present? Are we open to love and connection and vulnerability? It seems small, but these things can be so transformative in shaping our days and having a life full of love and full of joy. Friends, thank you so much for listening. Happy New Year and have a great day. <laughs>